G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we are asking the question, is this real or should we be selling high? Let's go. Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant. To shot. Not a game. Not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. Everything's basketball. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Hoopball. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at BallBoysNBA and on Instagram at BallBoysFantasyBasketball. Here once again with my good mate, the fantasy guru, Callum Mack. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Mitchie, and, and this is a fun podcast. This is a positive one. Yep. We're going to talk about players that have been killing it so far, and their the value is obviously... I'm um, a lot better than what you probably would have drafted them. So kudos to all the players we mentioned in this um, in this podcast. You've you've obviously hit one out of the park. Yeah, we, we've we've hit our sour note. We've talked about the negative players on the previous podcast and the video. So if you haven't already, check out that podcast. Maybe you've got some of those players and you're freaking out a little bit. Hopefully, we can provide some reassuring, calm words, or maybe put a lighter on the fuse uh, and make you panic even further on that podcast. But today, <laughs> all positive notes. Uh, we're all talking about players who are killing it. And whether or not we think we, they can keep it up or not, that basically is the gist of the podcast. Let's get stuck into it. The first guy, to me, Cal, I don't know if you agree with this, but this guy has been the surprise of the season for me. I, I didn't see this coming. Um, and if I could change my pick for most improved player, I would. I think this guy is going to run away with it. Uh, it's Miles Bridges. Um, basically, he's the 12th ranked player right now. Is this real? Is this legit? Or are we selling high? What's your thoughts on Miles Bridges? Um, I feel like you get you should try and sell high. Well, let's be honest, you should try. I'm not too sure people will be taking him for what he's ranked at for the 12th. Maybe there is. Maybe. Um, but but he has been absolutely killing it. I, I didn't see it coming. Um, no one else saw it coming. The guy who drafted him in our league um, is usually pretty clueless. Shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Cal. But yeah, no, he... Uh, yeah, <laughs> he was flying under the radar, and he yeah. now he's come back. He's gone from um, pretty much twelve points up to twenty-two, seven rebounds, three and a half assists. You know the steals are really good, really low turnovers. It's just it's really just net positives everywhere, and it, yeah. that's why he's ended up at the twelfth rank right now. Like I think right now we're kind of asking ourselves: Is he is he going to be an all star? Legitimately, like this guy is absolutely. He, he's already got like a player of the week award. He's um, you know helping this young Charlotte Hornets roster out. Um, I, I sit here and I look at the stats that he's putting up. He's shooting 44% from the field. He's shooting 78% from the line. Um, like, they're not outrageous. That's from last season. Yeah, that's not outrageous. <laughs> like, that's, that looks, to me, sustainable. Like, it, it's like when I look at someone and they're, they're ranked ridiculously high, it might be because that they're just shooting the lights out. Which, uh, shout out to another player that we're going to mention soon. But this guy's percentages look realistic. He's an efficient scorer and he's actually down, like you said, from the efficiency numbers point of view. The only thing that I can sort of point towards and I say is probably too high is the steal numbers. I don't think he can average over a steal and a half a game. I think that's going to drop down, but I don't know where else he drops off from this. I mean, maybe he doesn't score 22. Maybe it's like 20 points a game. 
with uh, Rosier coming back into the mix a bit more now. But this guy's clearly like basically the number two option on this team behind Lamelo. It's sort of those two as number one and two. Um, I think for the most part, this is this is real, and I think that if you drafted him, congratulations are in order because I think he is the steal of the draft this season. Yeah, it's definitely looking that way. Um, I would be a little bit worried with um, with Rosier coming back, though. I, I do think the points will come down, um, just because sharing the load. Terry does like the bombing a bit, and the steals, like you mentioned. So so you did touch on that. I think they will come down. But, I mean, if anything, his field goal could come up, his three-throw percentage could come up. He was shooting 86% last season, now he's at 78. Um, so, so there's even some positives there. Yeah. Um, so... It's looking. It's definitely like a, a huge win. So well played. Um, in terms of fits, if you wanted to make a trade from maybe punt assists would fit pretty well. Um, he honestly is is a pretty versatile, very versatile, like overall kind of guy, isn't he? Yeah. Like he can really fit anything, yeah. um, which is even better. So if you draft him as a bit of a sleeper, you'd, he should be fitting your build, is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Um, if you're punting points or something, maybe you could just. Um, it looks still then he's still he still is pretty good, isn't he? So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Look, kudos to the Miles Bridges owners. Yeah, I think. Um, look, I you could try and sell high and try to get a first round player, or you know, get someone who who's close on the fringes there. But I don't know if you'll be able to. Um, so my advice would be just sit back and enjoy the ride with Miles Bridges because I I don't think I'm not going to see a huge drop off coming from this player and. Um, didn't think I'd be saying that a couple months ago. So, um, well done. Let's move on to the next guy. Uh, we're talking Harrison Barnes. Uh, now, this is another one of those guys who has shot up the rankings um, and is currently, if my screen will load, the 15th ranked player over on Yahoo, averaging 37 minutes per game, shooting a lofty 49 or basically 50% from the field, 22 points, lots of free throws. What are we doing with Harrison Barnes? Is this real? Is this a sell high? What are we doing? Um, I think it's definitely a sell high at this point. He's never really shown this much. Um, he's obviously heated up. He's shooting pretty well. He is shooting a lot more threes, though, which has buffed up his ranking, and he is shooting really efficiently. He's shooting 43% from the three-point range. Yep. It went up from um, four-and-a-half attempts to six-and-a-half this season. So, I mean, you're getting an extra you know, 30% more three-pointers attempted. Um, it will kind of... Definitely go up if you're shooting it efficiently. So yep. that's something to consider. Um, his three throw percentage as well. Um, it's been a bit on and off, but overall it's been pretty good for the season at 86. Um, so he has been carrying. Like that was an 11 for 11 three, uh, three throw game he had previously. That is such a carry. Yeah. That is huge. So um, overall, I mean, pun assist build, he's awesome. Um, yeah. Otherwise, he's pretty much a net positive. He's really good right now. I would be looking to sell him higher though. I, I, yeah. This I, surely is the ceiling. I had him last season. Um a bit pissed off he wasn't like this for me last season, but anyway, <laughs> that's, we won't, won't get into it. Yep. I would be looking to trade him maybe for someone. Like 15th obviously is too high. Um, he will drop off. I think it would be maybe – if you can get like a second or third rounder, um, I'll be so happy with that. Even like a fourth rounder, depending on who it is. Yeah. Just considering his preseason rank was 106, you are getting some – because I don't think it is sustainable. I would say he will drop off to maybe the 60s. He, yeah. um, so for that reason – I'd be happy taking something like in the second or third round now. I, I think if you can get a top 40 player, I think I would do it. I think outside of that, it would have to fit my build very perfectly. Um, and if it's outside the top 50, I wouldn't worry about it because there's a chance that he just, you know, I don't know, maybe he's gone to another level here. So, um, but like you said, he's not going to be the 15th ranked player. And a lot of that is also a lot of the players above that are struggling. So 
his stats could stay the same, but his rank drops back a fair bit. Um, but in saying that, I think the free throw attempts are going to come down. The field goal percentage might come down a little bit, although he's a fairly um, sort of efficient scorer. I do think that the usage will come down. I think they're going to have to give the ball to Darren Fox a little bit more. Right now, he's kind of stealing a few shots from him at the moment. So I can see that attempts coming down as well. And when you're sort of based a lot on usage and scoring and percentages, that is going to drop your rankings a fair bit. Um, but I do still think that he's been a steal at 106. Like if you drafted him at close to pick 100, then obviously you've got awesome value. He's probably going to be a top 70, maybe or maybe a top 60 player uh, come season end. Um, so obviously, uh, great draft pick. Uh, we mentioned the guy who drafted Miles Bridges, also drafted Harrison Barnes in our league. So uh, his team's off to a, a hot start and looking very, very strong. Um, so if you happen to be like our mate here, uh, congratulations, uh, definitely in order. So uh, uh, Vidad, if you're out there, uh, congratulations, mate. Good good drafting. Uh, let's, let's move on to the next guy here. Uh, I want to get your take here on Carmelo Anthony, uh, who is currently... Let me just pull it up right here. He's currently the 31st, 31st. ranked player on uh, Yahoo. Yep. Uh, is this legit or are we selling high? Carmelo is back, um, <laughs> but I would be selling high. I yeah. would definitely be selling high. Um, it's it's just his three-point percentage, um, which is really boosted. Up. He's shooting a lot. He's hitting about four a game, and he's shooting 52% from three-point range. That has to come down. That is like historic kind of stuff we're talking about here, that Surely that's not achievable. Um, it, it has to. Like, am I not wrong by saying he's going to drop off here? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll give you one of these. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed that that's going to drop off. He is He is not going to shoot this well. And I'll tell you what he's also not going to do. He's not going to average a block per game uh, as well. <laughs> I think the three is going to come down. The points are going to come down. The field goal percentage is going to come down as well. And when all those things come down, I, I, I would take... Anything inside the top 100 for Carmelo Anthony because it, it, the other thing is there's a lot of players from the Lakers who are yet to come back. LeBron's obviously out at the moment. Uh, we're, we're missing other players um, as well from the roster. Trevor Ariza, I think, is one that comes to mind. Um, trying to think. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker's not in the rotation. They're playing a lot of bench players, and, and he's one of their sort of few sources of scoring at the moment. So, um, yeah, I just think that this is the textbook sell-high player, in my opinion, that the, the Obvious of obvious sell highs. Yeah, I agree. He has to come down. Um, but look, 31st so far, I know, I think Dylan swiped him up in our league. So yeah. well played. Um, but I think it's time to let go of him. Make a trade. Uh, yeah, try try and make a trade. Obviously, I, I wouldn't let go. He just hit seven threes and hit 29 points. So don't let go and drop him just yet. But yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry, I mean for a yeah, trade specifically. Yeah. Like try and put some trades out there. Just yeah, yeah. De- definitely, definitely float out there. And yeah, if you can get... Look, I wouldn't aim for top 100, but like aim higher than that. But realistically, I don't. If we come back at the end of the season, I don't expect to see Melo's name inside the top 100, uh, personally. All right, let's move on to the next player. It is Ja Morant, who came out and is looking like an absolute all-star right now. I'll definitely say that. He's an all-star, in my opinion. I think he will be an all-star this season. He started really hot, was a first-round player for the first week or two. He's back now at the 31st, 35th sorry, ranked player on Yahoo. Um, what are we expecting from Ja Morant moving forward? Um, I still think he's killing it, and I still think he'd be pretty happy. Oh, yeah. um, 35th I probably is where I think he will land. 
Yeah. Um, but in terms of the 26 points a game and the 7.2 assists, um, because there is that much value in those two categories, I think the 35 probably in terms of your overall value, it should be a bit better than where he is sitting. Um, it's just the, the three, three trade percentage, which is hurting you. Yes. Turn, turnovers are hurting you. So I guess if you fit him to a good build, um, you're definitely taking advantage of um, those huge beefy stats and the points and assists. Yeah. hundred percent. We did. Um, so last year he was uh, ranked well outside the top 100. He wasn't averaging 20 points per game. The assists were still there, but we've always said with Ja Morant that the issues with him are poor percentages, low threes, the steals aren't excellent either, and high turnovers. So he's a bit of that like Russell Westbrook type um, in a way. However, he's definitely taken it to another level now that the points have come right up. He, he definitely has improved his shooting. I think the threes are going to remain a bit higher um, I don't know if the assists stay up at 1.6. I can see them dropping down a bit closer to 1.2 um, sort of a, a range. So I think that that might have a bit of a scope to maybe drop him closer to the 40th ranked player. I think I could see him in the 40s moving forward. But again, the points I think are still going to be there. The assists are still going to be there. It looks like he's getting a lot of rebounds as well. The field percentage has improved. So I'm confident to say that this kind of stat profile for Jar is legit. Um, the ranking might reduce from this, but I think this is going to be who we uh, see from Jar. If you could redraft him right now, like where, where would you select him out of curiosity? If I was in a punt free throw build, uh, I'd take him top 40 uh, if I could do it again. If I'm, if I'm looking after my free throws and, and looking after sort of my um, threes and, and things like that, then maybe he's sort of outside the top 50, but... Um, I think, yeah, it depends on the build. But, yeah, around that 40 to 50 mark, depending on the build. What would you say? Oh, look, I could even go a bit higher. I, I could go 30s, could be convinced. Yeah, yeah fair enough. And I don't think that that's, that's uh, a wrong thing to say either. I think it just depends on sort of what you value and, and where you think it is. It's hard to say now with, with um, you know, how things would be jumbled back up. But, um, yeah, we, we would see. All right, let's move on to the next player. Um, my boy... Of the Boston Celtics, Al Horford. Uh, he's, uh, he's gone back in time, it looks like, and he's de-aged himself. He's currently the eighth-ranked player in 29 minutes. Um, what the hell has gotten into Al Horford? Uh, is this legit or is this a sell-high? Obviously, he's not going to be the eighth-ranked player, but can we expect what he's doing at the moment to, to be sustained? No. No, we cannot. Um, everything right now is like as positive as it could be. Shooting over ninety percent from the three throw line, one turnover a game, two point six blocks. Um, all of that will change. I guarantee it. Um, all the other stats will probably be maintained to some degree, but it's mainly the two point six blocks. Yeah. Like I think that was this is seasons ago when I drafted Marcus Gasol, and to start like the first couple of weeks, he was averaging similar stats like this: two and a half blocks. He had a few games that were four blocks, four blocks. Just like Al Horford, he's had a six-block game and a five-block game, and it's completely beefed up the small sample size yeah. to a point where he's the eighth-ranked player, and that's just not who he is. Um, he'll be more reflective of... Um, I think he will definitely outperform the 85th at this point, yeah. um, assuming he stays healthy and maintains 29 minutes a game. He should probably be around the 60s, um, just because he gives you good assists for a big man as well at three, um, and doesn't really hurt you anywhere, get to a three-pointer a game. Uh, but yeah, the blocks have to come down. I, yeah. I'm going to guarantee it. Now, give me a guarantee. It's coming oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, the guarantee. Guarantee. 
Fifteen. Oh. Guarantee he doesn't average two point six blocks per game. I think he can average over one. Like I think he'll be like a one point two, one point three blocks per game kind of guy, which is still valuable. And like you said, I agree. He's definitely a win from that eighty fifth ranked player preseason on the Yahoo rankings here. So if you drafted him uh, in the later rounds, it's definitely a big win. Um, but obviously. Eighth is crazy, but like we said uh, earlier on this podcast, look at the production and what they're actually putting up. And I think outside of the blocks, maybe the rebounds as well probably come down. Hal Horford hasn't been a historically excellent rebounder, but those blocks are coming down. But the rest of it is, the rest of it's pretty, uh, I think, pretty reliable. I think he's, he's always been a low turnover guy. He's always been a good uh, passer, a good three point shooter from the center position. The percentages have always been fairly solid. Maybe not ninety percent solid, but um, I think outside the blocks, everything else might just be a tiny bit higher, but pretty close to to where he uh, where he normally would be. Um, I think I just lost Callum. Callum, are you there, mate? I just lost you for a second. Yep, yep. unstable and unfortunate. We'll, we'll muscle through it. We'll okay, get we'll, we'll muscle through. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get you back on in a second. We'll, we'll move on to. We'll move on to DeMar DeRozan, um, another player who, unfortunately, uh, I do feel bad because I was quite down on DeMar DeRozan, and I'll put my hand up and say that I was wrong. Uh, I thought he was going to regress significantly. I thought he was going to be the third option on this Bulls team. Turns out it's Vucevic that's the third option, and DeMar is uh, 1B to Zach Levine's uh, 1A. So what are we doing with uh, DeMar DeRozan, who's currently the 17th ranked player? I'm I'm stuck with this if I was an owner. Um, DeMar Rosen, he, he was awesome in a punt three-point build. And 27 points again, that will come down. Um, but the, I think it's the three-throw percentage. That's where you're getting your value, right? You're shooting about eight per game at 86%. That's really, really, really beneficial um, for any team. Um, field goal, 50% at about 20%, um, 20 attempts. Huge. Um, so there's big net positives there. I, I'm putting on to him. I think this is who he is at this point. Yeah, look, I, I think I think at this point of the season, um, he's had a few huge games. I think last week in particular, he had some games where he went like 15 of 20 from the, from the field, uh, really boosted his numbers, went absolutely crazy. So I think there is a, there is an element of he's overperforming what he eventually will. But I think at rank 57, he's going to comfortably, comfortably beat that. I think he's more of like a top 40 guy than a top 20 guy. So I think, like you said, the points are going to come down. I think that field goal percentage is also going to come down slightly as well. But everything else looks pretty sustainable at this point uh, and pretty much what we expect him to do. We have seen the assists come down, which we kind of predicted as well. Um, But yeah, I think outside of those points coming down a little bit and the field goal percentage coming down a little bit, I think this is pretty much who we expect DeMar DeRozan to be. So... Uh, congrats if you were able to draft Demar against our recommendation, and if you, you know, maybe you got him at a better discount. I know I drafted him in one of our mock drafts actually uh, in in the season, but um, yeah, I think didn't have him doing this this season. Let's talk about one last player because we're, we're getting a bit of dodgy internet going over here. So uh, last player, I want to talk about um, Evan Mobley, the rookie sensation in Cleveland. Um, I have been, I don't know if you feel the same way here, Cal, but I have been so impressed by what Evan Mobley has done so far. He's the 59th ranked player, um, you know, starting his NBA career, averaging 15, 8, 2.5 assists, a steal, and 1.3 blocks. 
Do we think that this is legit? Is this sustainable? Can he get better than this? What are we thinking about Evan Mobley? I'll be so happy. I almost drafted him too. I actually, I so regret it now. I, I forgot who I got over him. Yeah. But Evan Mobley, I, I definitely should have swiped on him. I was like, I need someone for blocks. I knew he was going to give it to me. But these other stats, I mean, one steal a game for a big man's huge. 52% from the field. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's not shooting the three-pointers, so that does go hand in hand. He's only shooting about half there, so that is something to consider. But outside of that, I mean, like for a big man that can hit your free throws, 15 points, is um that contributes. That's good. That, that's honestly, that's up there. Eight rebounds. I'll be stoked. Um, If anything, he's only going to get better. He'll get more usage. Um, He's definitely, definitely, a, you know, 34-minute per game guy. That's what he's putting up. Yeah. So yeah. the stats will be maintained. It's only, you know, the ceiling right now. Let's keep rising. Yeah, I, I think this to me is actually the floor for him. Um, out of everyone that I've spoken about today in this podcast, I think he is the guy that I'm the most confident on maintaining these numbers and actually improving on them. Uh, because we know that rookies get better as the season goes on. They get more comfortable. They're going to get more minutes and usage. Colin Sexton has now gone down with an injury as well. So there's a lot of usage and points off off the court for that Cleveland Cavs team. Um and this this guy has been so impressive, man. Like, for me, he's by far and away the uh, rookie of the year. I think um, I, I've seen enough to sort of. The, there was a lot of like Anthony Davis comparisons um, in the the pre draft process, and I thought they were a bit bit far out there. But I could see it. But there was a bit of risk. Uh, I'm convinced now, man. Like this guy is is a unicorn. His passing ability has really impressed me. His ability to guard out of the perimeter has really impressed me. The fact that he's playing well as a four with two other bigs on the court next to him as well, just super impressive. And um, yeah, if, if I was the, the dynasty owner of Evan Mobley, I'd be very happy. And if I would to do it over again, I think that he should, he w- should be the number one uh, this sounds like I'm, I'm reacting very strongly, but I, I, I honestly think that he could be the number one rookie from this draft, uh, both in fantasy and real life. Well, there was always the top three, right? And yeah. Jalen Green, um, who started a bit, you know, hot and cold, as you probably would expect. Yeah. I um, mean, Cade Cunningham, you know, he's been looking pretty bad, but he's only played a couple of games. So you got to give him the benefit yeah. of the, of the um, doubt at this point. Yeah. But yeah, Evan Mobley, 100%. He's, he's got to be winning the trophy. Yeah. the rookie right now, 100%. Yeah. I, had, I had him second on my big board uh, pre-draft season, and um, I, I was pretty confident in that. I, I definitely always had him over green, but yeah, I think maybe he might he might push Cade Cunningham at this stage with how he's been playing, but we'll see. Obviously, he's still very early, but in terms of this season for fantasy, um, yeah, I think he's going to finish as a top 50 player, uh, would be my guess uh, for Evan Mobley. So again, congratulations if you were able to draft the rookie big man. Well, that'll do it for us today, guys. Uh, Make sure if you're on YouTube, give this video a big thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed. Uh, If you're over on Apple Podcasts, chuck a five-star rating on the podcast. Make sure you go over to the show itself to do your uh, rating so they count. If you do on the episode, it it doesn't come through for whatever weird reason. So go over to the show. Make sure you give us a five-star rating. Let us know any questions, any players. uh, Give us your lap of uh, victories and your victory laps on the players you drafted. And uh, we'll catch you guys next podcast. Laters. Laters.